Hey, hey, good evening. No. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Who was this? It was, it was me. me. <laughs> well, you know, I've got to keep keep up my reputation as a knob twiddler, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. Hi. Good evening. Thank you. Good evening. Hi. Hi there. Hi everyone. I'm 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 going a bit cross-eyed because uh, so many people, so many faces watching now. <laughs> um, so yeah, we decided to get together quickly tonight uh, on Knob Twillers because um, this is nearly the entire group that will be um, uh, together on Sunday when we do a, a really sort of epic experiment. Uh, we're going to join um, or join up the studios where. Mike, uh, Kami and Fadi are sitting now. Uh, the WSNWG studio. Am I saying that? I, I keep forgetting that, Mike. Why, why is it so complicated? But <laughs> anyway, your studio. <laughs> we're going to remotely connect to you. Uh, and uh, Charlton, uh, Colin, Robin, and also Megan and Fritz, who are not here tonight, uh, are, are joining me here in at store. And... Um, and we're going to do uh, a marathon remote jam. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be pretty intense experiment, but I think it's going to be epic. It's going to be great because, you know, the, the whole concept of connecting studios has been proven to work really well in the last few months. Um, but always with people that you have, like, uh, there's always some communication in advance, you know, like discussing yeah. music, getting the setup working and all that stuff. Uh, and to just go blind next Sunday without ever having uh, had all the faces together was, uh, I thought, was uh, um, yeah an extra handicap or risk factor. So I thought, you know, let's just chat and uh, hang out and see what we uh, we can come up with for for Sunday and uh, just say hi and uh, kind of mentally prepare. <laughs> so um, so yeah, welcome. Uh, I'll just say welcome to everybody individually. Charlton, what's up, dude? Do you have any food on order this time? Last time, uh, uh, had... <laughs> no food today. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sorted everything out before before we started to this time. So, yeah. nice, very professional. <laughs> professional, yeah. <laughs> and actually, actually, you are you are uh, some time during this chat. You have another stream which was pre-recorded, right? Yeah, so, true. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll maybe we'll drop Around it in the comments uh, somewhere. Eight thirty. Uh, yeah. Oh, 8.30. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll have. Sure. Uh, That's just a bunch of interesting people playing, anyways. But yeah, yeah. I don't know how we're going to manage this. <laughs> yeah, I think you you already posted it in the in the private chat. So yeah. Sander will uh, yeah, will uh, continue uh, or we'll push it on to the comments. Uh, and then, of course, in Berlin, joining us, uh, Mike, Fadi, and uh, Kami. Hello, good evening. Hi. Very excited to be connected to you on Sunday. It's good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been talking to Mike uh, in the past few days. He's getting everything out to be well prepared. And uh, uh, what did you what, what did you get? You did you got a new camera, new cables? What what? Uh, a little a little new studio camera and nice um, little camera mixer. Um, I don't want to drop the brand, but uh, you know which uh, one. And <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's the first time with like multiple cameras and mixer from our side. So it's going to be interesting, I think. A lot of things to take care of, but uh, yeah. I think we'll, yeah, we'll manage. You know, last time was uh, the only big uh, hitch we had, had last time was the the firewall in your in your building yeah. that we had to disable. But other than that, I was I thought it was pretty smooth. So yeah, um, so we'll see. Should be cool. I see uh, Colin uh, doing a backwards uh, moonwalk. <laughs> <through the> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I believe my oh. cat was killing my other cat. Oh, cats, well, please, please. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cats are good, man. Cats yeah. are yeah. really good for the views. The cat <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have the chance, bring the cat on, uh, on, the, on, the, on camera because it's going to boost uh, the views, you know? I'll, I'll see if I can do it because the cat that I have here right now, he's, he's a psychomaniac. That's oh. <laughs> something just being jerked away from the camera then you know that it's the cat eating my toes probably so so uh, so so colin also uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, to the chat really nice yeah, seeing man. you man thanks yeah man it's, uh, it's good to be back here man it's, uh, yeah really looking forward to this uh, to this session too it's i i haven't done any of the remote sessions uh, at all yet so i'm i'm super curious to see how this is gonna uh, how this is gonna pan out really yeah and, um yeah, we talked about it when when I was planning it. Uh, I think uh, end of last season, you were here for for real in the studio, like uh, in person, the mm. uh, last season. And we did a couple of jams, and I did uh, a few other with, others with you on your stream, and then blah blah blah. Um, and I think we discussed it a few times, and every time, you know, it uh, you, you can explain it, but you never know until you really do it how it feels. Exactly. But it's um, yeah. it's a real it's a real strange thing in the beginning because. Yeah, you hear this music coming from your speakers that are not coming from your own studio. <laughs> and that's the stuff that you are yeah. responding to yeah. and reacting on. Uh, and um, yeah, it takes some time to get used to. But I think, you know, usually for with me after five minutes, um, you just go with whatever you hear, you know, and it's uh, nice. Um, nice. Um, so, yeah, it would be a nice experience. And yeah. also really nice to see how you respond to it. <laughs> oh, man, it's, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this is going to work out because... I uh, I guess that as soon as you uh, are just kind of past that latency bump, because that's the only thing that I guess is going to be uh, mainly staking out in a way. Mm -hmm. But I think from then on, it's it's just amazing to have so many awesome people in one massive jam. Like, yeah, this is this is going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. Well, this, the the only fact extra, extra yeah. factor that that. Um, that I haven't dealt with personally, maybe except for the one that I already did earlier with uh, Mike and Colleen, is um, that you have somebody locally that you can respond to as well, rather than just the, the stream coming into, uh, you know, from, from yeah. the other studio, basically. So, yeah. and I, you know, even, even though I've done it with a few people, there's always moments, you know, where either side thinks, Oh, where the hell is this kind of sound coming from? You know, <laughs> so yeah, this is yeah, this yeah, is yeah, great true, to be true, like, very true. <laughs> yeah, was it yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kill the right symbol. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to find a solution to maybe have some communication thing open. Uh, you know, uh, sort of parallel to the to the the music setup, so we can you know at least see each other or maybe wave or I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So Robin. 
is joining us as well. Hey, Robin. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Always the one of the early adopters when uh, whenever we do uh, some crazy new projects at stores. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We've we've done quite some uh, interesting, interesting, crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So cr crazy, uh, awesome. crazy stuff uh, is always uh, really up your street. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So really cool. You're joining again, and um, thank you. For actually, uh, yeah. Actually, for people who don't know, Robin has been uh really helpful in the beginning uh kind of sort of figuring out the whole ninjam uh remote jam situation before we started it so um yeah he's always been uh, on the technical side of things as well so very cool awesome <laughs> so um so yeah um what are we going to do <laughs> Here, my well, we have. Uh, I think we have. With all of us, we have uh, an amazing and very wide sound palette, you know, <laughs> that we can uh, all improvise uh, from. So, uh, yeah, it, it can go in in many ways. I think, but I, uh, what Colin said as well is, uh, yeah, man, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Absolutely, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I think it's gonna gonna be amazing. That's that's yeah. yeah. Let's say hi to Fritz. Fritz is going to be here uh, okay. an, 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 hey, anonymously. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yes, one, one thing that is kind of uh, um, a limitation or something we have to deal with is the, the tempo of the session. Mm. Because, the, um, I mean, we've explained it a few times uh, already on, the, on this chat, you know, the, the Ninjam system works with... Uh, um, delaying the signal to both sides over the internet with a musical interval. That's the only way really you can deal with latency if you connect two studios together. You, the music always has some latency and the system kind of works around it by delaying the signal by two bars. Um, so either studio will get the music from the other studio delayed by two bars. So, And for repetitive electronic music that's not really a big issue. Um, but um, once you change the tempo of the session in the system, the delay obviously also changes because that changes the, the buffer size. Mm -hmm. um, and to do that in the middle of the session is a little bit messy and not reliable. So we have to pick one tempo, <laughs> basically. <Right>. Um, <laughs> So we can we can uh, we can have a tempo vote maybe. <laughs> but is it also <laughs> something ridiculous and then just uh, half time? <laughs> yeah, half time, double time, sure, of course. We can, we can, uh, and we can go beatless, you know. Just totally beatless is fine too, you know. You don't yeah. really have um, if yeah if you just uh, ignore all the. Uh, you know, rhythmical elements and just do sound, you know, then right. can be interesting for a long time without even thinking about tempo. But the tempo needs yeah. to be there, be there in the background. It needs to be yeah. set for sure. Yeah. And is it possible to to start stop? Like if you have a section and then you go like, okay, uh, this was a nice arc. Let's uh, uh, let's increase the BPM by by five or ten, and then you start again, and it, and it rebuffers, or is it? Yes, but you have to change the tempo in uh, in the Ninjam application. And mm -hmm. um, my experience is that you only reliably can uh, latch onto the new tempo, or can can uh, trust that it's actually going to uh, resize the buffer if you uh, log out and log in of the server again. 
So, which is, you know, it's complicated. I mean, you know, it's not really that not that complicated because there's always going to be sound. You know, it doesn't mean that the sound in the studio stops. It just means that, uh, you know, if once you log out, the other side cannot hear you until you're logged back in again, which is a few seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like the login and the logout will be noticeable in uh, in the two-bar interval as well. Yeah, so but um, <laughs> there is going to be a tiny gap uh, in that period. But you know, we can we can you know I'm I'm up for it. But it's um, uh, I would be m- more comfortable if we can test it in advance. You know, uh, to that see if sense. that works. Um, yeah, well, I mean well. we can we can. I mean it it would be it is it is a pretty big restriction I think to set the tempo yeah. for the we whole can. night. I'm 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 kind of thinking like we can um if we can figure out a way of communication between the two studios and mm-hmm. yeah, um yeah. and also at the same time work with something like drone intervals or whatever or have the reset points um uh be kind of accompanied by one of the two studios uh having a feature side they mm. can take some time to recalibrate everything still have music going on and then <laughs> change your pitch or or change the BPM <laughs> or we just yeah. go for 60 BPM and just <laughs> slow crew it all night. That sounds like fun too. <laughs> if we would have a way for the, if we would have a way for the, we would have a way for the audience to change the tempo, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like this a real interactive thing, and then you, you, we have tempo changes <laughs> all over the place all, all night. Yeah, yeah. A BPM knob on your screen so you can pitch it up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Work. <laughs> <laughs> but but indeed, yeah. like you know, uh, uh, an, an ambient part in between tempo changes, you know, that's I think all of us are able to uh, you know to 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 provide on that. So I yeah, it it wouldn't be too much. Uh, may, maybe let's test it, you know, in yeah. advance, you know, how how that how that turns that out. Sense. Yeah, or a delay. Or a delay. Yeah, but when you, it might be possible in the ambient bits, right? But you still have to be yes. counting the two bars, and like if you have beatless music, mm. it might not sound so weird when you're changing mm. the tempo. But I don't know how it works, you know. So, yeah, interesting. Well, the music, the music that we are broadcasting will will just be continuous. You know, the, the audience yeah. will know never know that we logged out to the server and logged in uh, with yeah. a tempo, a session tempo. So, yeah, we can we can try it. You know, uh, if we test it and, it and it seems to work, then some problem is solved, and we can just uh, make uh, sections. You know, like start slower, or I don't know, have a slow yeah, bit yeah. in the middle, or something like that. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is, like uh, when we did when we did the jam last time, like by the end, uh, my drum machine stopped working, and I was not really able to get in sync back to you because we also hear the sound coming from the sound card and the sound from the mixer. There is like also a slightly delay, so I cannot ah. really sync to you. So you have to get it back in sync to us. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm usually doing that from my side anyway, so I don't think that's yeah. going to going to be a problem. Um, yeah. But what do you mean, Mike? What, do, do, 
I guess you are still monitoring. Oh, okay, so you're monitoring the final mix and you weren't taking notice of the tempo and all, all the movements that you were doing were, mm -hmm. had, a, had a slight sort of few milliseconds yeah, like of delay. Yeah, like a few milliseconds of delay. Yeah, but okay. when, when we are here, for example, when I want to pre-listen from the mixer, it's like total chaos with right. the sounds yeah. in the room. Because uh, so okay. you're pre-listening uh, directly analog while the rest yeah. is coming from the sound card. So you have to... Yeah. And so without the latency compensation, you cannot get everything in check again. No, uh, no, but you yeah, could no. probably maybe alter the chain in such a way that you don't monitor the analog chain. And No, actually, we don't do it. The, the problem is just we cannot really pre-listen to something from here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that so makes it's sense. a bit weird. We can just open the faders, and if it sounds good, we are lucky. If not... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Roulet, man. Roulet. But, uh, uh, Mike, what is what do you use as a master clock? Are you able to nudge that in any way or not? I have Ableton here. I can nudge in Ableton. Okay. Yeah. Um, the thing is that Fadi also has Ableton here, so okay. we use the Ableton links between okay. the two of us. Yeah, so I can hop okay. in and out. Yeah, right. So that's okay. the idea behind it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, like link is pretty tight, man. Like, yeah. yeah. As yeah, far yeah. as I've, I've tried to play with people with machines and link, it was quite yeah. like stable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I I only had like once I was in the wrong network and then my neighbor locked in and take <laughs> 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 the tempo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 no, but the rest so works. Because <laughs> basically everybody can. If they have the code, they can log in and fuck with your yeah, head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, have, we, have, we have a quite open Wi-Fi here in the house. So if we're on the same network and the same Wi-Fi, you can be in the same link. Okay, yeah. okay so, okay, well, well, I mean, if there's anybody with uh, no life and too much time on Sunday, we, yeah. we, can, we can expect them to uh, walk around your studio and find a, find a network you know, with a laptop with Ableton. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we, uh, we 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 just use like a direct connection now between the the computers. Yeah, like a wired connection. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that should be good. So, so um, uh, Kami and Fadi and Mike, have you um, worked together before, or is this your first jam together as well? We worked together before, no. Uh, do you Did wanna? you say something? <laughs> uh, we jammed before, but not with Fadi. No, jammed before. Yeah. No, we yeah. haven't. I mean, yeah. for me, this is the first time with, with those two. Okay. And yeah, I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Awesome. Also with okay. you guys. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, man. Go on. Go on. Because oh, when sorry. I was living in yeah. when I was living in Berlin, I did not ever see anyone to have a jam with. It was, that's yeah. my 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 loss, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds like you guys have a very nice or, or, or an interesting hub of uh, of creatives going on there. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, can you tell a little bit about the studio complex that uh, that you're in right now? Because I heard some stuff that you have Matthew Johnson around and everything. Or 
Um, uh, in my co no, I mean Matthew is somewhere else. It's not in the same oh, okay. location. All right. Um, Dasha has also her studio here, and it's basically a um, big building with a lot of bands and like some electronic artists here. Nice. So, so is it is it like? Um, I mean, uh, we have a similar situation here, you know. There's like uh, oh. several studios in the same in the same building, um, and we don't really uh, visit each other all the time. But still, mm -hmm. it's really nice to be in a in a building. Uh, well, sometimes we do visit. You know, it's like uh, mm. we hear my track on your speakers, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. Or do you have a spare nine and nine lying around? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, stuff. That kind of stuff. But um, uh, but it is really cool to to if you walk in and you hear like a different flavor sort of s s spilling through the door. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know that there's, there's some uh, some busyness or some stuff going on everywhere in the building you know that does help to get you know this creative uh, vibe when you when you enter the building basically is that yeah. is that similar to to where you are yeah yeah you have always like music from all the rooms nice. everywhere i mean the thing is we are not so connected here i mean i know a few people around but i'm i'm also like a morning person so i'm quite early here Dasha is more the night night person, for example. So usually I meet her when when I go and she comes. On your way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Fadi and Kami, do you have your studio there as well, or is it, or are you visiting Mike for uh, for this session? Well, I'm visiting him for for this session. I have my studio and my living room basically or I don't have a living room so I have just like, <laughs> I, I just have a studio room basically nice. and um, yeah so it's nice to to kind of get out of my headspace into another studio into another room awesome. and um, I set my set up my stuff here so um, I guess it will be fine cool <laughs> so so can you to run us through uh, what you what you brought what what will we you be using uh on Sunday, yeah. So um, I just brought my live setup basically. With I mean, I'm playing live every now and then, um, and um, I've got my modular with me. I don't know if you can awesome. see it a little bit. No, but you can tell us what's in the modular. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's it's quite simple actually. It's um, I've got two or. Three Two analog voices and two digital voices, and um, a little couple of filters and stuff, and um, another uh, sampler from from Make Noise Morphogene. Is this the same setup that you used for the uh, for the Clockwork set that I saw last year? Ah, uh, yeah, was, yeah. Nice. That was massive. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, it's basically the same setup without uh, without the SH one hundred one. So okay. I just brought a little bit less. Yeah. Um, the modular is just. I mean, it's just a sound source and a couple of effects in one mm -hmm. box, basically. And, um, and how do you track. how do you oh yeah okay the Octatrack is that what you use to sequence it? Um, no, I I also have this um, make noise in a sequencer as a sequencer. So right. okay. And 
I mean, the, the way I play live is I, I usually have, for all my sound sources, I, I also have sequences. So um, they are running independently and I can, you know, switch patterns independently. So cool. I'm, okay. I'm not forced to, to kind of one track, basically. So I can yeah. play with, with different patterns. So how do you how do you usually uh, approach your your live set? Because uh, there are so many ways to do it. You know, some people have yeah. uh, they prepare some basic things like basic patterns or something like that, and then improvise with them. Or do you actually write them on the fly? <laughs> what is what is your approach usually? I mean, actually, I always try something different. But um, the last times I, I prepared a couple of patterns and you know just uh, filled up all the machines with head up uh, patterns basically and um then i i play with the patterns and i am able to to manipulate them and ch change them on the fly and and you know stay on one pattern and uh um change it up completely and switch um switch from pattern to pattern um and from machine to machine so i can you know always uh always get different combinations of things. So I think that's basically at the moment the most fun way for me because I'm 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 having this little safety net where I know okay here's this pattern and I can I can um, play with it but I'm not completely I, I don't have a completely blank page where I have to you know start right. from scratch. So right. I, I mm -hmm. always have something something small going on basically and do you have a way to uh, pre-listen whatever you are going to add to the mix or uh, do you memorize what's in what pattern um i mean i memorize the patterns as well so i, I make little notes in a, in a book but um i also have a of course with the mixer um a possibility to to pre-listen and to to um, to hear what I'm doing before I'm I'm interesting putting the fader up yeah so are how how are a lot but, sorry, sorry I have a question about that because yeah yeah um, me too uh, <laughs> go <laughs> like you, go, you go first stuff. oh man that's uh, it's it, that's a really interesting one because uh, pre listening um, I've never figured out a way to comfortably do that with uh, a modular setups or with live stuff so um, uh, but it sounds like you're pretty comfortable in the way that you're using that can you dig a little yeah. bit deeper in how you're doing that part because yeah i th i mean i think the solution for this in, in my case is that i don't rely on the modular too much like you are doing probably Shit. okay so, <laughs> i mean i i just treat it as like this kind of Two voice synthesizer basically and I can just pre-listen to it from from the mixer you know um, yeah. from and I mean I the the last two or three times I um, decided to to um, to s set the whole live set um, up with a with a DJ mixer hmm. because I just I just like um, the flexibility it's I, I think it's much 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 more I mean, it's much smaller and and compact in a way, and um, the cue um, works much better in in a live situation than on a Mackie mixer, for example, where you have the monitor going the monitor out going into your 
to your monitors and like when you when you solo something like all the rest you know is is yeah. uh, is is gone so um with sense. the with the club mixer i think it's it's much more comfortable to to play live at the moment i mean for this setup you know yeah. especially for small setups mm -hmm. if you're doing a lot of effects uh stuff and then maybe it's it's better to have more auxes and groups maybe and you know more routing flexibility but um with this kind of small compact thing it's yeah it works quite well but i mean there are some 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 possibilities to to pre-listen in the modular environment as well as there are um a couple of of quite Quite uh, straightforward mixes available. I think yeah. you probably mm. know them or have yeah. some. <laughs> no, it's like I yeah I know of them. Uh, th there's a couple of ways that I can think of them. It's just that uh, in the modular patch flow, I always have this thing where I uh, uh, once I start pre-listening to something. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I actually don't think I've ever tried <laughs> pre-listening any of them because mm -hmm. it always felt like the yeah. moments. It gets in there. I want it to interact with the rest of it, so it's, uh, okay. it's it, there's kind of this delay in uh, between the action of uh, fading something in and playing with it, which never felt comfortable with the setup. But okay. um, but um, uh, but do you do you mix all the modular sources inside the modular, or are you going out with um, tracks? I'm going mixed? out in total in sixteen tracks, I think. So I have. One until four is uh, it's just drums like kick, snare, hi hats, ride. Um, five until eight is bass, um, uh, two leads, and uh, something jingly arpy that I can just um, <laughs> do whatever at any time. And yeah. then there is uh, four stereo effects, so reverb, delay, 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 and um, um, I can send all the. Um, uh, I can send all my lines uh, just from within the modular. Uh, so if I want to do aux sense to the effects and stuff like that, I can just uh, tweak it all from on the modular. Mm -hmm. But on the mixer side, it's basically one setting and balanced as good as I can get it and then just never look at it again because I'm playing ah. with the rest of the setup. Mm. So it's, uh, all right, so, so, so you're not playing with the mixer then? No, not really. It's uh, I ah, made all, right. all kinds of little sub-mixers in the modular itself. So like, for example, if you take, um, uh, if you take a matrix mixer, for example, Mm -hmm. And you uh, you take an input from whatever synth, and then you send it to those effects. Then you can basically just play all the effects from that way, or by taking uh, taking a mult from any dry signal and molting mm -hmm. it out to your wets or to a mixer, and then going to your reverb. Then you can make your own little aux sense. Okay, um, cool. and that's kind of how I did the effect side of things. So it's all <laughs> uh, all on the on the mixing or no, not not on the mixing board on the modular in front of me the modular, yeah. <laughs> basically uh, i've got a question for you colin yeah do you use like one of them performance mixers like you got um, little modular performance mixers you mean the um, uh do you mean specifically the um, uh the wmd one or hey megan yeah i think megan so is saying hi. Hi, megan. <laughs> hey, megan. Yeah. Nice. well i think you have like quite big performance mixes where you can pre-listen on the performance Yeah, they are so. True. Yeah. True, yeah, they're yeah. there. That's, uh, but I don't know if that's cool or not because I use a normal mixer, but uh, yeah. I guess it kind of works. It's um, um, 
it's always with the more functions there's on a specific mixer, the more I get annoyed over the functions that are missing in there. So it's yeah. I, I, I always yeah, add okay. like the smaller ones yeah. and then chain my own thing out of yeah. it. Because because I was thinking, Colin, maybe another solution is I don't know get get four modules with a stereo output, put them in your system and get a zone ninety six and connect those four outputs from your modular system to the zone ninety six. Although it's a bit of a different workflow, but then you could pre-listen on the Zone 96 and throw Excellent. effects on there in a, yeah. on the on the two uh, two aux yeah. sense. But no, exactly. yeah, it's, again, I'm, it's a different workflow, you know. Uh, yeah, but, and, and that's kind of the biggest thing is like how to get the pre-listen done. Mm -hmm. That's 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 pretty doable. It's 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 more how to get comfortable with it while okay. yeah. playing, yeah. and that's the part where yeah, um, yeah. I saw I yeah. just saw a comment. I don't know where it is now. Like uh, yeah, like if you pre-listen while everything else is going, you kind of lose touch with the stuff that is running very quickly. You know, like uh, yeah, right. You yeah. get confused. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're concentrating on what you hear in your in your uh, mm -hmm. preview. Um, yeah then you you know your mind is kind of uh, uh, torn between you know you what's going switch, on in, yeah. in the room True. and what is yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah. with djing of course you don't have to really um, uh, worry about that too much because it's a pre-recorded thing that you're pre-listening you just want to make sure it's, it's matching the tempo or it's the right track that yeah. you're putting on but um, you know if if it's a real live instrument source and you have still have to tune it and get the get the sort of the sound shaped uh, in the right way then it can distract you from whatever else is going on. No, and that's and, yeah, yeah, that's I think what I was uh, I was thinking of mostly when I was asking that question because uh, it's I, I find it very impressive to be able to pre-listen while in in an analog live set like that and keeping everything rolling yeah. uh, in the present while still also listening ahead because the counter argument of actually wanting to pre-listen is that you can prepare that ultimate sound and bring it in instead of going like, yeah. oh, yes, I'm going to drop something yeah, and then, like yeah. this that, epic that, cosmic fart noise comes out. That's why I, that's why I like <laughs> to pre-listen. Yeah, in, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And that's, that's what I especially like about um, playing live with DJ mixes because, you know, you have the cue mix um, knob where you can yeah. blend the cue in. And with yeah, most, I mean, sense. you could do that with a, with a normal mixer as well. But I think yeah. it's much, much easier because I'm also used to, to playing DJ sets. So mm. I think it's, it's much sense. easier on, on a DJ mixer. Yeah, yeah, I actually do pretty much the same as you, uh, Fadi. I, I got my instruments connected to, uh, you know, some, some of it is modular, some of it is just uh, other hardware, but it's, it's a mixed setup of uh, sources. Yeah. And if, um, you know, some of it is, uh, I'm, I'm basically programming entirely new sounds on, on the fly, yeah. you know, with a chain of stuff behind it, even with effects and stuff. Yeah. All, all as, you know, in a sense it is modular, but it's not like a, a Eurorack thing, you know, mm -hmm. but... Um, you know, once it's time, once I've basically done my thing with that synth or with that chain, uh, and I faded, have faded out, uh, I go to the preview and kind of make a whole new setting on the fly before I before I decide to bring it in. So it's, I, I do exactly and, the same. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, for some reason, I I can do it, and I also take the time to do it. You know, I, I'm not too worried about um, things being sort of repetitive because. Um, um, you know, first of all, it's it's fine to be repetitive at some you know point in the mm. set, <laughs> and and on the other hand, it's it's nice to have this um, uh, you know once you've once you've got something, you've you've sculpted it so it, you know it's going to do something relevant, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and you, once you bring it in, you you know it's going to have some effect, and um, you know yeah. more more or less the desired effect. Um, and of course, it's a race against the clock. You know, sometimes you know I'm just tweaking away, and fuck, no, 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 this is not it. This is not it. <laughs> 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 yeah. And at some, you know, at some point, you have to decide. Okay, oh, oh fuck it, I'll just go with it and bring it in and just deal with it. <laughs> you can always put more delay on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, question from Psych Nerd, I think. That's the name. Uh, do you yeah, generally focus nerd. on your real-time moment or think uh, two bars ahead, like 4D chess, I guess, <laughs> um, when you bring in uh, modulations, blah, 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 blah. Um, is, well, I don't know if who is this is uh, directed to, but um, I kind of just uh, explained how I do it. So uh, maybe, uh, Robin, how do, you, how do you do with it? Uh, do you, do like you have imagine things? If it's uh, well, I, I I have a bit of ideas. Of course, when I you know when I listen to what's happening, I get uh, ideas like okay, I could do this or that and and throw it in. Or when I hear something and and I'm working with my digitone and sculpting a sound, then I think like okay, this will fit. Then I you know I would do it like that. But it's uh, so I would. I, I am sort of in real time responding to to what I'm hearing, what's already happening. So I, uh, if if that is real time or two bars ahead, yeah, somewhere in between, mm -hmm. probably. You know, yeah. I I, uh, I don't have like a fixed plan. Okay, I want to do this or that or that or that. No, I'm. I'm well, I think I think there is there is you know it is very hard to explain or to understand what's actually going on in in. Uh, people's minds who are improvising in real time, who are playing mm -hmm. live, and uh, you know, often people think, well, there must be some plan behind it because it kind of makes sense to me what they're doing, you know. But I can tell you honestly that, and I, I maybe everybody here can confirm, <laughs> it's it's we are really just most of the time just completely winging it, you know. It's it's like yeah, it's it's a total no, seriously. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it is just a, it is just you know you i mean it puts you on the spot in such a unique way you know you you are mm -hmm. when you're playing live you are in the moment you are dealing with whatever is happening and uh there's really um no time to think you you're basically acting uh, on your intuition and you're basically just doing uh, whatever the hell suits best and the decision moments are milliseconds yeah. you know they're just yeah, they're, they're really really short and it's like okay i'll go with this and it's almost you you're almost half realizing it while you're doing it and you know so yeah. there's like the the point of focus and the point of thinking is is either lagging behind the moment of doing or before it's like a really in the moment thing so it's um even though it sounds like oh this must be planned or this this uh, this moment is is amazing well, blah 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 it is nine nine out of ten times it's it's just uh, you are thinking yourself one once you hear what you're doing uh, you you think oh fuck I fucked up or you think yeah. wow this is amazing you know so it's 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 as much as a surprise to the performer as it is to the audience yeah but you when I think what I said before that you know, when it goes wrong I just make the hand claps do like it's yeah. right <laughs> you, yeah just, just uh, yeah, yeah yeah I mean you know yeah, looking right. as if it was intentional or make, making it look as if it was intentional is yeah. a big a big part of it for sure yeah. but that was, what, that was what, one of those things where oh mm -hmm. sorry go ahead now what I wanted to say is what what is an important factor I think is that we do know the equipment that we are using we know that very well 
So we yeah. know really well how to play the equipment we use. Yeah. And that's what enables us to make all those split-second decisions that yeah. then eventually, like often, work out very well. You know, yeah. so yeah. there is def definitely it's not that we're touching just doing on, something. Actually, know? touching on that, I I, I once stepped into um, I, I used to have the studio space uh, uh, back in Utrecht, and there was. Um, um, uh, I don't know, we, we we just had like a massive jam session with musicians from all over the place and at some point, at somewhere like 5 o'clock in the morning uh, I I walked back into the studio to, to grab some stuff and there was this one guy sitting behind the piano and he was playing the most mind-blowing stuff like all kinds of little upstructures in, uh, in the high range of notes and then touching down very expressively into something else. Did you press records? No, it was, <laughs> okay. well, well, uh, okay. that was the thing. I ran out of tape by then and that was when okay. I still only had the Otari to do everything with. But okay. it was, um, uh, but I, I just sat there listening to him for like 15 minutes and then he just looks over his shoulder and goes like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he was just completely absorbed into that thing. It was just like, I like these movements with my fingers. So that's okay. why. I do this but the guy was actually a singer and guitar player but that was just his his way of touching that it's, instrument and going like hey i interact with it in this yeah. way because that's what i think expresses well with it right now but that's um uh, yeah it's a good example that that of what i just uh, tried to explain you know i mean um it is a very uh intuitive um yeah way of communicating or no you know, and that's actually yeah. the other part is where um i used to study jazz trumpet um uh like 20 years ago or something like that and i was uh i was always just listening to my teachers and first i had a teacher and he was continuously just hammering on bebop just you know just all the time just you have to do this melody and then that one and then uh you know just uh give me two five one exercise and everything until mm -hmm. i knew everything by heart <laughs> And at the end, it was just like playing a standard and from the beginning till the end, there was no room to do anything because you were just repeating melodic lines. And then I switched, uh, I got a new teacher and he was like, all right, play something. And he started the standard and I was playing and everything. And he said like, stop, listen, um, what are you doing? It's <laughs> so like, well, I'm, 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 I'm improvising. I said like, no, you're not. This is the most dead censored uh, <laughs> train track that I've ever heard in a long time, you know, like this is not improvising anymore. This is just repeating mm -hmm. melody. So he said, you know what, yeah. you can play one note during this entire take and it's got to have all the power and force behind it with everything that you want to say. And um, he just played the track and it was just, you no. Know, we had like these stupid little CDs that was basically just like this bebop band playing on doom, doom, doom and everything. And um, uh, he said like, okay, hey, watch me. And he was just sitting there for like two rounds, three rounds and was almost getting awkward. And then he grabs the charm and just like, Wah! and he puts it down. He said like, yeah, that's what I mean. And um, his entire thing with that was like, yeah, there is three ways of, uh, of, of focusing on your improvisation. The first one is you're listening to everything that's going on. The yeah, second one is kind of looking ahead at where things could be going. And the last one is never forgetting where you are right now. And if you feel like changing something right now in the moment, that's where you strike. And then you sit back again and you look at where everything is going. Like a sniper. And yeah, it was really, his, his whole approach yeah. was just like, play less and the things that you do, let them, uh, let them have impact and weight. Make it and count, yeah. Make, make it, it count, count. Yeah. And yeah. I really, really liked that because it, uh, it allowed me to listen again to what was going on and not feel stuck mm -hmm. 
in what I was doing so that I had my hands free and, and, and could do something um, that I actually wanted to do. And it's that was kind of liberating. Like I quit that school a year later <laughs> to, <laughs> to just start experimenting with other things. But um, uh, but in terms of improvisation, like, yeah, you're listening two bars ahead, you're listening two bars behind mm. and you're doing stuff now, you know, and that's mm. uh, you have all these different cycles going on at the same time. And um, uh, the trick is just um, keeping in touch with all of it and at the same time forgetting that you're paying attention and just flowing with it, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, this, this, yeah, it's a great story. And, and um, I, th I think it pretty much sums it up. And I think one thing that is important for the thing, or important, I think that we have to remember if we are uh, with a group of, uh, uh, what is it, seven, eight people, um, even you know jamming blindly for for most of the most of the time um you know listening is the is the thing that that uh, is probably gonna save important. our ass yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know i mean yeah the, i mean the stuff is going to there's going sound sound on the speak sound out of the speakers anyway you know with so many people <laughs> there's always something going on yeah. so you know just wait wait for your moment and uh, and uh, kind of uh, have the right dosage going on is is the challenge I think yeah. here yeah. with so many people. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Listening is half the job. That's yeah, yeah. Clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I saw some stuff in the comments. I they go so fast. I always uh, um, <laughs> forget it. I, I saw one and I, I never mind. Maybe uh, move to uh, to to Kami. Kami. Um, have you uh, played live in this way before or collaborations? Yes, but it's been a while. Like It was actually when I was at uni, I had to do it because it was part of our assignments. We had to do live jams so we could like present a project. And it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Like The part of the improvisation kind of side was to me. So I was the one just improvising like with my drum machine, like doing like little fills and things here and there but i actually never played live on my own um only with other people and i think i quite enjoy that idea a lot like because i think if it's just me i will just like kind of like freak out a bit because i have this control freak like and mm -hmm. i want like four or five hands to be able to do everything so i think i will feel like more comfortable because I, I enjoy more like vibing also from other people and like listening and just yeah just trying to fit basically yeah Awesome. that sounds good yeah. so yeah. what what is the the your arsenal what is the stuff that you uh what what did you choose to bring to the jam for sunday um for sunday i actually i have my modular with me so i got my modular case here which i have um elements which is my go-to module basically oh, i nice. pretty much i use it for all my tricks you know like i nice. can't help it i love it I've got the Verbos, the complex oscillator as well. So those would be the two modules, like plus the Verbos, the multi-stage, I mean, which I will be using awesome. to sequence both. And I've got the formulator and also got filter. And a yeah, delay. there we go. Sorry, I was just pointing and you were like, what is she doing? <laughs> um, well, yeah, you can see now, I guess. Um, and yeah, there's like, a filter and a delay from uh, Dreadbox, um, and the amp and tone as well, which the verb is going to go through it. So, yeah, mm -hmm. 
I'll see how it goes. And I'm really excited just to keep like and follow up with you guys. Yeah. Really, just awesome. literally winging it, as you said. Yeah. Is that a moisturizer standing right next to the speaker over there? Uh, yeah, the Knoss. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not intentional. <laughs> it's but you it's, try it's dry not... hands by washing your hands so much. Gone with a virus, mate. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hey. Oh, that sounds like a fun song. Yeah, all yeah. back in, all back into the frame. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Charles, have you decided what you are going to bring? Um, on Sunday. Um, yeah, if everybody's going to take a modeler, I might should, maybe should take something else this time. Yeah. But I'll probably <laughs> take my modeler too, and I I can take you guys there because I'm on my laptop. So, so, so I think this will probably be it, and I always take my delay. And most things are basically my bustle instruments, and yeah. I could take some more things, but I don't know what to take. You know. Well, um, you know, we have to fit everything on the on the on the, on the table. table. Yeah. So that's yeah. also a thing. <laughs> and I know Colin has like a actually. Wall. Well, it's actually I'm 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 kind of thinking to not bring my modular for this one. What? Really? Are you serious? Oh, oh, you oh, man, that's so weird. That's yeah, no, weird. The, yeah, it's, it's 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 I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking like the last couple of times that we jammed, um, uh, I always <laughs> did on my modular, but. Yeah. Well, you have this massive library of synths and fun stuff uh, to play with as well. Oh, so. you want to shop the shelves? Yeah. I just might. I'll bring it along and, the, and, and, and then we can always patch it up if we feel like yeah, it. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. there's, um, if there's three modular systems, well, probably four because Jochen has one as well, then. Yeah, well, we have some time. We have time, you know. So we we yeah. we you can I might just, just take, uh, assemble take different stuff, and you know, you can yeah. you don't have so to use it all at the same time. Yeah, yeah nah. that's the thing. Up all the things. It doesn't have to run at the same time. If I take all my studio, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> oh man! But it needs to fit on the table, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, nah, man. I think I think he's going to do a great job. I don't see. <laughs> Everybody is a seasoned veteran, I guess. So it shouldn't be mm. a problem, you know. It's why, yeah, it's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. What's the little box you have sitting right there in front of your modular? Um, Which one? Um, I, uh, there's one with all kinds of blinking lights. There. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, one. Um, oh, this, this is basically the Pioneer Squid. This is a sequencer, huh? That's a sequencer, it's a sequencer. Right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it basically it's 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 hooked up to the whole studio, so yeah, Ableton is on, but I don't look at it anymore. Okay. So I can do basically all my MIDI stuff is hooked on up on this shit, and uh, yeah, it just nice. controls the whole studio and the modeler. So okay, it's pretty nice. Yeah, sweet. Megan yeah. just uh, just uh, said that uh, she will be bringing her modular, so uh, plenty <laughs> of modular stuff. <laughs> plenty of modular stuff. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe we could try to link them this time and send sequences to each other or something. I don't know. Should be, I, don't know. I could yeah. bring a sequencer rack. Seems interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just nerding out, man. I'm just nerding out of the, of the possibilities of the possibilities we can uh, have and maybe do, you know. So, yeah, man. Sorry, there's a question. Uh, Nostradam is asking uh, about our influences uh, for modular. Oh, for modular, especially mm. for modular. Anything? Oh, got, right. uh, anything to say about that? Mm. I mean, do you have to be influenced by any of these people to get into modular at all? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just another instrument, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. think I only started listening to all these people after I bought my modulars. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. That, that, happened to me. That, that happened to me so yeah. many times, you know, when I uh, yeah. did a release and then people started naming names. Oh, it's, it's just like that and that. And then I, I never I've ever even heard about these people. Mm. And then I started listening to them because of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. It's like it's a good way to discover new new uh, new music. Mm. Does anyone yeah, sure. know uh, um, what's his name again? Kid Balton and uh, oh, Kid. Yes. Yeah. Do you know oh, that? Yeah. That's, Actually, that's Let me let me grab oh, some awesome. stuff. Is, yeah, man. See, I know. <laughs> I know that was like <laughs> Dick Rijmakers. I think that was electronic music before even like it was in the in the fifties, sixties or something. I think right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tom the, Disfeld. Um, Tom Disfeld. Yeah, yeah. All that. That's like from Philips Holland, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, there, yeah. There, there was this. Uh, there, there was this. Um, you know, the sort of like the collected uh, BBC Radiophonic Workshop uh, people. You know, and and there was something going on in Holland around that time as well, in um, in Eindhoven, with uh, Tom Disfeld. Who else? Uh, there's. I have, I'm very very bad at names, but there was, uh, yeah, Rijmakers. There was this collective of people uh, messing around with um, stuff which Tape weren't loops. supposed to be, yeah, which yeah. weren't really supposed to be electronic instruments or instruments in at all. Okay, Colin, what are are you going to reveal? <laughs> this must be this must be a big thing. <laughs> well, no, I'm just grabbing because this is part of the um, uh, this is that Kid Bolton. Now what is it? Hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is that elf <laughs> it's no, 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 this is the one. Tom Disfeld and Kid okay. Dalton. Mm. The, um, uh, the wonderful music, of, uh, wonderful world of electronic music. It's like this. Um, uh, this past year, I've just been really digging into. Uh, what year is it? This is what was this? Nineteen fifty. What was this one again? Probably someone can can tell on the chat, but I think it was 1958 or 1959 or something like that. Mm. It's like, That's um, not and um, I don't know, I've, I've really been digging into some of these older guys. Like I, I found this one, which I'm super, super happy about. And this has been really, uh, uh, been kind of the soundtrack of my, uh, of my lockdown these past couple of months, because it really, <laughs> it made me so happy. What is what yeah. is it? What uh, what you uh, find striking about it, uh, Colin? About this one? Yeah. The the very massive big chord in track number one. <laughs> that one really really just made me so happy, and also the whole vibe of it being kind of proto elevator music in a way. It's um, 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 there's there's just this pure happiness um, on that entire record. There's it it it's. Uh, it, it feels so whimsical in a way, but at the same time, very, just very well produced in a way. It's um, 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. And, yeah. but then this one has been the one that I really, really got crazy about. It's, um, uh, this is uh, Jean-Jacques Perret, um, the Prélude au Sommeil, and it's, um, I, I, I've been digging uh, uh, discogs and everything all, all year to try and find one of these, because this record has really, obs uh, I've been obsessed by this one ever since I uh, uh, I heard this. This is um, um, like 1958, two sides of basically ambient music. Um, um, but it's uh, it's it's him playing an ondonion, and um, it it just sounds so crazy because it it, it really uh, it it really sounds like something that could have been released in in 1970s um, or or 80s or whatever. Like it's. Um, Can you explain what that is? That instrument. Um, it's I'm I'm actually not quite sure <laughs> because it's the, the only things that I've heard from it is from him playing it, but it sounds like an orchestra in a box in a way. Mm. Um, uh, from uh, this first record clearly is something that he, uh, where he just discovered it, like uh, Jean-Jacques Perret became good friends with the inventor of the instruments. And later on, he uh, started uh, exploring it more and more. He became very popular and Edith Piaf actually sent him over to the States um, to start doing TV shows and everything. And uh, there, there's a lot of hilarious things of him together with uh, Gershwin, uh, no, no, uh, 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 Kingsley, sorry, uh, uh, the guy who later did Popcorn, I'm mixing all kinds of things up right now, but, uh, <laughs> but, but they did, they really started this whole very, very happy, uh, happy vibe of playing uh, all these very comical uh, cartoon music things in a way, but if you go back to where he started, uh, and you hear this record, it's really this super moody, dark, gritty, um, ambient, droney record, but from 1958, and it's it's just mind-blowing. So yeah, It's always extraordinary to find, find these people that were kind of in their complete own uh, universe using an instrument that was... Uh, way ahead of their time. Uh, yeah, yeah, unexplored, yeah. And, and even with very, very limited amount of uh, possibilities, cranked out these, uh, these amazing compositions. I mean, it's, it's, very, it's true for everybody we've, we've just uh, discussed. Like, uh, um, and also mm -hmm. one, one I would mention from the same era is Raymond Scott. You know, that's another amazing... Uh, composer slash uh, instrument builder who was uh, you know designing his own own instruments and doing incredible things with it it's really cool to to just um, you know listen to those things and realize how they were made you know with such limited um, exactly um, yeah yeah it's 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 like uh, I think um, uh, the one who just asked a question uh, talked about uh, uh, Wendy Carlos well yeah if you're talking about limited uh, tools and means then well, yeah of course this soundtrack the clockwork orange is yeah. it's 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 ridiculous i mean the whole the whole thing is done one one track at a time and uh it's 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 full on bach it's 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 ridiculous nice we got together to prepare for sunday and now we got colin cray digging with my fault guys <laughs> 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 but you never know yeah. if we get something like that in the jam. So 
well, <laughs> if, if the sink you fails, we'll we never know. Know. We new something. equipment. Yeah, yeah let's live let's live supply some tapes on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, that, <laughs> that, that takes probably hours to. Get, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. Let me go back to. Well, I don't know what's going on with me, but I have to go to the toilet again. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> but it's, it's a beer. It's a beer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I might grab another one to just. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> One minute. Yeah, <laughs> probably less. <laughs> so okay, actually, then. I have another question to Mike about the jam because you said you have everything connected to one mixer in in your studio, right? So I guess Kami uh, uh, in. Fadi are coming into that mixer and then you no. basically run the the mixer, no? How no, is, how, I, how actually I have my Midas here with all my stuff and mm. uh, Kami just has like two mono outs from the modular and Fadi has the um, model one here. Okay. Uh, okay. I have it for... And okay, and they're all straight going into your sound card. He gets like a no. We're getting into his mixer as well. Yeah, actually. yeah. Okay, that's what I mean. So it's going yeah, going yeah. through your Midas and everything that's, that's is going end. through my mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And are you going to interact with the mixer, or are you just leaving it up to everybody um, to just set their own levels and uh, you know? I think I'm gonna interact with the mixer because I have all <laughs> all my effects here, all the sounds, so I can. I can also, uh, I mean, everybody else is, uh, will come also to use descents and everything and oh, yeah. change the levels. But um, basically, I, I maybe just in between, I just sit here and send their their stuff into my sense and see what what happens. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about your setup? Your yeah, I well, oh, I was going to set it up. Well, that's people. what I was thinking about because usually I, the mm -hmm. last uh, couple of weeks for all the remote jams, I had a pretty extensive setup um, because I've basically was doing half of the sound, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do, I do do the same thing as you, uh, Fadi. I've got this DJ mixer, the yeah. ninety six, which I've got uh, as my hub basically, and it. I agree with you. It's a, it's a really <coughs> compact and uh, flexible performance instrument. You know, it's like you okay. know where everything is. You know, you have the powerful EQ filters and, and effect sense and stuff. So it's a that's like the the, the place where I bring everything together. Yeah. But of course, with uh, so many other people in the studio, I have to m kind of make a choice what I'm going to use because I only have six channels, and e yeah. or I have to do like a sub mixer. Um, you know, set, set up a submixer before that with everybody else's signal, mm -hmm. and make a balance there, and it just mm -hmm. trust that everybody will take care of their own balances. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know. It's uh, something yeah. I don't know. The last one, the uh -huh. last time I did it, when I did it here uh, with uh, the, the closing with uh, seven people, I had um, I did have level control over everybody individually. Mm -hmm. So you know, just in case, I didn't use it much. You know. But at some moments where I thought, you know, this is going to be, this is just really, really busy. And if we re reduce it a little bit, it's going to sound better. I did that a yeah. few times during the whole session. Um, but, you know, not to interfere too much, but just to make sure, you know, just to have a more sort of coherent stuff coming out uh, mm. in the end. Um, so I don't know. I uh, I mean, there's several options I, I'm 
I can do it. Uh, I, I think the best thing we can do is just when we gather in the afternoon and the setup kind of sort of emerges, you know, see what yeah. everybody's bringing, you know, how many channels they have, well, uh, how, how how much, you know, how it sound, you know, how it sounds, you know, whether it's very really dynamic or or sounding compressed enough to use as is. I don't know. We'll we'll just see. There are several options to to put everything together and to have some mm -hmm. type of control. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, I think the best way to just is just to leave the levels up to the individual performance as much as possible, and um, um, just make sure everything is connected, you know, and yeah. audible. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And what I'm going to use exactly, I don't know. Usually, I've got my 909 set up, and I, um, maybe uh, maybe I'll use the machine drum as well, mm -hmm. and some filters, and uh, I got a 101 uh which is always very you know hands-on very quick to do sort of improvised yeah. lines can't go wrong with that one uh, to be yeah. honest yeah and um but usually like i said you know i've got chains of stuff so you know if i have the 101 that's always going through something else uh, maybe to through two other boxes so i have some additional flavor to add to it before it goes into the mm -hmm. mixer and um um yeah, the same is true for I, I've been using the this ARP Odyssey, the Korg sort of clone, and with a a bunch of modular effects behind it. Um, I also also have like a chain of on my drum chain. There's also a bunch of effects like a um, a filter and uh, some modular effects and some auto boxes. So um, lots of way to sculpt the sound before I add it to the mix. Yeah. Um, Usually my sound sources are very simple, and then I have like this whole chain of modifiers behind it, yeah. so I can sculpt everything, and uh, I know them quite well. The range is big enough to go in many di different directions, and it's controllable enough to get something uh, happening quickly. You know, that's yeah. my my way of doing things. But it's all it's all uh, in step mode, running in step mode, so I don't do any patterns prepared i don't i have nothing running it's everything is basically programmed and 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 uh, improvised in in real time yeah so I mean, we'll for, see for, for this for this kind of jam it's probably the best way you know to not prepare anything yeah and and yeah. go with yeah, the flow exactly. and, and, yeah. and see what you can add because yeah exactly that's exactly it, it yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, I mean, this, with so many people, you, you can easily sit back for half an hour and just listen what's going on and then choose your moment to yeah. <laughs> to add something, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll have it. plenty of time. I mean, uh, sometimes yeah. we did in the past, you know, we literally yeah. did, you know, uh, with, the, to, with the other to, jam, to yeah. things flowing. And then, yeah. uh, for example, I'm, I'm taking a relatively compact setup with me, but which is very effective, you know, and sometimes I was just listening like, OK, this is good as it flows so you know then I'll, I'll I'll just let it flow and then after a while I think okay maybe this or, the, or that you know uh, will be a good addition and then I throw it in yeah 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 that's that's a nice thing that you can rely on other other yeah. people and, yeah. and really think about you know what can I add or what can yeah. I take take out so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah when it goes yeah. wrong you can say it wasn't me yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you using uh, the internal sequencer on the uh, 101? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's. Um, Are you talking about yeah, the food or? 
Yeah, yeah, so the the 101 sequencer is uh, it's just a really fun, simple. I actually use it the, the complete old school way, you know. So I trigger trigger the the uh, it, it's triggered. The notes are triggered by the ni- the 909 rim shot. Um, and um, uh, and then the CV out of the 101. So then, if I do like notes, the the CV will go into the filter that actually also um, uh, filters some of the drum chain. All so right. you know you you will never hear it, but you know I basically write two not lines at the same time, or one line that manipulates two things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it it controls something in the filter in in the chain, and also it it makes the notes on the on the on the one hundred one. And um, somehow, if you have two of the same thing going on, which have very different results somewhere, you know, in both uh, functions they do, uh, there's still some kind of coherence emerging from that, you know. So it's uh, totally especially bad. with um, you know like minimal sort of lines, yeah. then yeah. it's it's cool that they do you know they follow the same kind of uh, movement. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah it's just it's really simple and effective you know and, and that's what it should be you know i mean it's uh because i don't want to spend too much time pre-listening and trying to figure out the next sound i just want to be able to you know uh come up with a new line in in seconds you know and that's yeah. usually what i can do with uh with such a simple th- uh, setup yeah. and and it can all go all the way from completely atmospheric because of the chain after the uh, after the 101 mm-hmm. to like really sort of percussive type you know typical synth sounds you know so it's a uh, um yeah it's pretty flexible i don't know if i'm gonna set it up though because <laughs> we might need the space on the table it's okay. big enough though we'll see we'll see yeah. <laughs> right cool yeah, cool um i don't know should we discuss anything else yeah maybe this one thing about the communication um who thinks it's a good idea to have this um, kind of open video chat running between the I, two studios? I think it's 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 handy to to yeah. have that uh, just in case, like you know, even if if one of us has an an idea, you know, that we want to share with the rest, that we can quickly, you know, uh, discuss things on the fly. Uh, I think that uh, yeah, it's definitely a good thing to do. Should it be voice chat or text or? Sign language. I think that the the problem. I mean, you your room is a little bit bigger. We cannot really set up like another stage here because I also need to get the other computer for all the audio and video set up somewhere here, and then we then running let's a little bit. We running a little bit out of space. Emoji only communication. Then well, we let, can, let's, we can let's keep it in text, you know. Uh, yeah. 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 Or pittance. Is there anyone at <laughs> yeah. pittance? Ravens. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. We don't have enough latency yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that could work. Yeah, we'll we'll, oh, we'll figure start. something out because I yeah. I noticed that we're doing the remote jams with um, uh, I've, you know the ones I've did so far, some people are completely fine with just going blind and have no no clue how things look on the other end and just follow mm-hmm. the music. Um, but I've also had instances where it really helped. You know, you so you know have like one camera pointing at the desk so you know you can see the other person's hands at least or you know like get a vibe get a feel of the vibe of the other room Mm. um it does bring some kind of extra connection to to the whole thing you know 
um, because if it's if it's completely blind and there's no communication for such a long time, <laughs> I have no idea what uh, you know. Even with uh, the, maybe the optional tempo changes, how we're we going to deal yeah. with it, you know, there has to be something. Yeah. Uh, but it's just going to be you, Mike, and uh, Fadi and Kami, right? So there's no other person More who can be the communication manager. I mean, I I could ask a friend if he wants to join, maybe, yeah. But it's really. The problem is you don't see it, but I put everything into the back of the room now. Mm. Everything which mm. is also normally on the table here, so <laughs> everything, everything is full. There's a mixer here on the other side on the floor, so it's only the space for the performance left at the moment. Right. Wow. Nice. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe if we, if anyone thinks of something during the week, we can we can have a try yeah. or we can have a solution. By the end of the jam, we'll have a perfect system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monday, Monday morning, we have a... Yeah. Monday. Yeah. We will be prepared. By then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for a good one. Uh, Fantastic. Another one from Nostradam. Uh, can you all recommend some good modular gear on a budget? Uh, Maybe those little Pico modules, those, those, those very That's, small, yeah, slim small modules. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. you got two HP. Yeah, two yeah, HP exactly. Yeah. Those, those ones. Yeah. Um, he's talking about that he has a Bastel Castle. They just yeah. uh, brought out the drums because my friends sort of like them, wow. and they just brought out the Bastel drum thingy, and you can patch it also, and it makes random drums without uh, actually using. Uh, a sequencer, you know, it just goes mad. So it's pretty, just generative, generative drums. That's a cool uh, thing. It's also, it's always so hard to recommend anything to anybody, you know, like if people ask, what should I get, you know? I mean, uh, um, the good thing is in this time, you know, there there is a crazy amount of choice of of instruments and modules uh, available. And the good thing is, you can you can get a pretty pretty good good picture about what it can do or how it could fit your your setup if you you know watch demos or or any video tutorials or whatever. So that's that's a bonus, you know, and it makes it easier. But what you know, ask yourself, what do you want to do with it? What do you want to achieve? You know, and then maybe zoom in and sort of focus focus your search a bit because uh, you know it's all good. There's no there's nothing out there which is completely useless you know you can do always do something with it something interesting yeah well, probably something that could be a very good starting point uh if you're on a budget but also if you're just starting out with modular i'd probably just say go dupefer <laughs> you know, yeah it's, uh, it's yeah really you, you can never go wrong with that it's it's not going to break the bank and um it doesn't do the work for you so um, something that's very good about this is that you actually get to learn how modulars work as you progress mm. with it and you get to buy cheap upgrades to it and go like, hey, actually this is the direction I more like to take and then you can find all the specialized modules that do just that yeah. one specific function very well. But yeah, um, if you just start out with a dupe for voice for I think a couple of hundred bucks, you can get like a full uh, you a can get a full book voice, voice yeah. with uh, with modulation and and everything on it. And well, my advice is to uh, to definitely yeah. plug in plug plug them in the right way because they will blow up. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you yeah, have uh, ex- you're yeah, telling this from experience. experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from experience, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> up my my my. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 
And then it smells like like fire and burn and oh, for weeks. It smells so bad, and then you have really this box bad. of shame in the corner where you put your broken modules. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's still the corner of shame. Buy some new chips for it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Fantastic. I guess, I guess it it uh, with the amount of stuff that has gone through your hands, Colin. Yeah, you've uh, you've had a, a fair amount of uh, fuck ups, right? Oh man, it's um, <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, it's it's it it still happens every couple of months uh, where, where something just blows up. Like the, the last thing that I had was I was super excited about these distortion modules. I bought a pair, and I plugged it in. And I also have this very confusing power supply, uh, the whole Hinton thing, which is super powerful but also slightly weird because it, <laughs> it uses different uh, connectors and everything. And I plugged it in and immediately blew up the first one. I was like, oh shit, I did it the wrong oh, way. And then I grabbed the other one and I plugged it in and I blew up that one too. And it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so Just that blew was up it, a couple, you know? of, couple of hundreds of euros, man. So oh shit. yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yeah. It, it, it always happens. So uh, I'm changing my bus boards again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't have that shit again. Yeah, that's that's just, very yeah. important too, to buy good bus boards so you don't blow up your shit. Yep. No, it's it's really bad because yeah. the, um, you'll you'll be reminded for weeks because the smell just doesn't leave the studio, does it? It never leaves. No, it it's all, it always sticks around. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, it, it just reminds you. Of Every morning you come in, it's like, oh yes, uh, that's right, I blew it something up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the smell of failure for you. Should remind you. The creativity <laughs> killer. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or 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 improvisation. Yeah. Uh, how do you say that's uh, inspiring for some. Dark album or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. The, the wow. Turn for the last modules. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the requiem. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Let's go requiem. <laughs> well, I see yeah. somebody saying I blew up my wasp filter, and that was my my I blew up my wasp filter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I blew yeah. up my wasp filter too. Killer wasp. <laughs> Killer wasp. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, fuck wasps anyway. Great, great filter okay. though. But, yeah. Yeah, the worst one I've ever got was not blowing up, but um, you know how you can get these um, sort of fresh orange juice bottles from some supermarkets. You can tap your, you know, you can have uh, your your, your mm -hmm. orange juice from a machine, basically, like fresh yeah, orange yeah. juice. And I was like, uh, I had a new controller uh, that I really decided this is going to be my new workflow, you know, like spend like two days with a manual figuring everything out. And then one morning I was ready to start like my first project with it and I had this orange juice thing and I didn't close the the lid. And you know how this orange juice, you know, is if it's fresh, it you know the, the you know the sort of bits sink to the bottom and you have to shake it to before you drink it. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. so I shook it and I, and the wow. whole bottle, <laughs> bottle emptied like way over <laughs> straight onto on the on the oh. controller and uh yeah, I I thought uh, what do I do? So I I put it upside down but you know like oh, in 15 God. minutes in 15 minutes in it was destroyed. <laughs> it was it, you know faders were stuck and I you know yeah. anyway yeah. <laughs> but everybody Damn. must have an accident with just fucking up gear like how professional you are <laughs> everybody must have blew up something or destroyed something well, you have a knock in your hand though i don't know i, I embarrass myself colin has uh, admitted it what is your uh, <laughs> your story uh, <laughs> charlton <laughs> uh yeah no nah, fool uh, man 
<laughs> breaking <laughs> somebody <laughs> else's breaking somebody else's stuff, you know. Mm. Like, you know you okay, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> buy his breaking, man. And then you don't have the money to buy it. Oh, that's Colin, <laughs> Colin's box, box of shame, I guess. Is that your box <laughs> no, that's of shame? not too big. Oh. That's not too bad. No, 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 no I, I ordered I a Chromecast it was a whole and crate. I just arrived. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no. Uh, changing rooms. <laughs> Are you guys there, Berlin? Did you do anything stupid like that? Well, I've been lucky until now, so... <laughs> oh, oh, lucky oh. you, man. Rookie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Same. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> so far, it's Lucky not going to work. What, what, case do you, what case do you have? What case do you have? Modular case? Yeah, modular case, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got an intelligent one. Okay. A 7U one. Well, I think some, some, some can take minus and plus, but mine only takes the minus. So uh, I right. have to, I think it's red stripe down instead of up. <laughs> if you do it up, you will smell it. Yeah. Maybe we can try <laughs> later. I, I don't do it. Don't. I'll yeah. tell you. No. There's only one way to find out. Not before Sunday, please. <laughs> yeah, only, only one way I to always find out. Yeah. I always triple check yeah. because I'm, I'm just too frightened, you know. Yeah, but sometimes uh, everybody knows I'm, I'm a bit of a smoker. I smoke. And then, you know, uh, before you know... It's, it, yeah, happens. It, it happens. Way. It happens, Charlie. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just it yeah, it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, man. Right. One time I thought I blew up the whole case, but <laughs> then I... Okay. So, yeah, man, it's just heartbreaking, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially in these times, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so we, I'm glad we got all the fuck ups out of the way. So Sunday yes. will be uh, no yeah. accidents, hopefully. For sure. For <laughs> I'm sure. not bringing my stuff for sure now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to screw something in, mate? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so what else, uh, people? I mean, do we still have to cover anything? Any ideas, any plans for, for Sunday? Or um, are we comfortable now with uh, our yeah, sort I, of limited, I, uh, limited plan of approach? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, also regarding room and all, I, I think that's all going to be fine, you know? Uh, I mean, also, like what I said, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a compact setup, you know? Uh, so my setup will not take up too much room although it will be effective you know so uh, yeah I, I, I think we will be uh, be just fine uh, regarding that and yeah uh, we'll, there's more space than we had last time Robin yeah yeah, yeah true so, yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah I'm also taking my DB, db4 mixer you know so I can uh, level oh, yeah. things out on my end as well so uh, yeah yeah I I, uh, I think all will uh, Definitely be fine. Maybe one thing we can we can try out maybe Mike between Mike Studio and and, uh, and here is the tempo change thing because I think yeah. that's an important thing to know before before yeah. we start. Yeah. And then we can kind of uh, use the whatever uh, communication line we end up using to mm. uh, to communicate that you know like uh, yeah. suggest uh, <laughs> a new tempo for the next hour or three hours I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, um, when, so maybe when, we should we maybe should have a have a go, you know, see if that works. 
do, do you set all your stuff up on Sunday or? Well, yes. I mean, because well, my stuff will be here, so we can we can do those those kind of tests anytime mm -hmm. you want. But um, of course, the rest of the the people who are joining here are going to be here be here on Sunday. Uh, yeah. So Sunday afternoon we'll have the uh, the final setup ready. But I don't yeah. think that's necessary to do these tests. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Okay. We, we should get a random generator for the tempo. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it up to fate. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah Megan is also uh, uh, curious yeah. how we're going to do with that. Well, I mean, we'll figure it out. You know, it's uh, something we have to test, and then uh, we should be fine. But I think for such a long set, it will make a difference. You know, if we can. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, who will bring the hobby cake? Oh, of course, Charlton. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I'm still doing some research for the Gabba cake. Uh, I, yeah. could, I could make them on the fly, so uh, yeah. no problem uh, for my idea. I've got, a few, I've got a few wave shapers in, in my okay. in my. Uh, so I could do really disgusting things. As <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I think uh, that, that's not suitable for the first uh, few hours, I guess. You know, so. Bring it yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> start with it, you know. Just start with it, you know. Start with the. Yeah, but maybe, well, how would it be to start? To start at 200 BPM and just uh, do it the other way around. Just start really <laughs> fast and then <laughs> go down. How would I end with ambience? I'm up for that. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, I speak cool, like I don't know, nah, that's not my thing. <laughs> totally not. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so man. so Gabber kicks definitely in the in the sound palette for uh, for Sunday, is Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, I, I, I really, like when I, I think with Joram when we done our uh, stream of like we went everywhere also it was just from yeah uh, to, to sort of noisy stuff to Gabber I don't know we went everywhere so I think it's nice to explore you know and I I I, I totally would love to explore of course just to yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely, but the thing is, with with um, uh, many with people, people, yeah, with many people, and also with well, uh, a, a part of the jam kind of going blind or, or, or semi-blind, mm -hmm. it's yeah. uh, it's like it's more like uh, being the captain on a on an oil tanker, you know, you steer, and then after yeah, fifty man, minutes, oh, it sort yeah, of goes in the direction, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, stuck. Okay. stuck. Oh, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an oil tanker, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, was that not that Titanic? Or <laughs> <laughs> don't get stuck in the canal. Yeah, exactly. Don't get stuck in the canal. Exactly. No, but I think I think um, yeah. I mean, the, if, if um, uh, the one the one advantage. Uh, we had Charlton when we were doing our thing was that we used a multi-clock which you know can yeah, change, change uh, you know double and half the tempo and swing the tempo and then once you got that you know running all the gear then uh, you, you can yeah, go into can go pretty go mad far. territory very quickly yeah. I think I used that one with uh, with the, uh, the gems I did with Colin as well right so mm. the one in uh, one one that comes to mind is the Maybe that was the first or the second set we did in uh, at uh, the festival in Nijmegen. Uh, 
Yeah. Where we went from sort of, uh, yeah, uh, like Beatles uh, improvised weird shit to Gabber and back in, yeah, you know, Detroit, nice. Detroit-y stuff in the middle. <laughs> All in one hour, in, in, in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good set. I, I really enjoyed that one. It was... Um yeah, it was great. I mean, but uh, but it was less restricted because we used this, um, um, you know, like just your setup and my setup, and we had the clock, uh, which could make things like go weird very quickly, which uh, which was great. <laughs> um, yeah, there's unfortunately no way to use that because um, if I use the Octatrack as a master clock, because of its nudge fi feature to be syncing to mm -hmm. um, Mike's studio. Um, it we doesn't could um i can have it run off the octatrack so put it behind yeah the exactly yeah yeah that would be a good idea maybe One yeah thing. yeah but it will only affect the setup on our side on this side not yeah, on, that's on, true. on no, that's but, but maybe that can be interesting as well if if you have yeah. some some small little sounds, yeah, we double the tempo, and Mike is just double still the tempo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I, you 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 never know how, how things play out, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I come you. I come I I, I come with with triplets on from my yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's kind of the thing. Like you can do something yeah. interesting if you take yeah. uh, if you take a multiplier and a divider in series, then you can actually uh, speed up. Uh, in slight increments, which will remain musical in a way, where you exactly. don't yeah. double it, that, but that you go too. up yeah. one third speed or something like that, and you can still have it make sense in a way. But it's 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 a little risky, though. But yeah, very, very. It's also yeah. harder to tell whether you're still in sync if if uh, if we have a, a you know half tempo swinging clock on our side and and uh, you know on Mike's side things are still going like four four. I don't know. Yeah. We, we can it, we can also yeah. try to test this, Mike. Maybe we should try to test this. On Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. there's good. There, there are just enough unknowns to to make this really interesting and exciting. I think. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the the whole system is pro has proved to work. So I'm not worried about that at all. Um, it is just the uh, the extra factors that haven't been tested <coughs> that, that I'm curious to see. But you know who cares? If we fuck up, we fuck up, and we start over. You know who cares? Yeah. No, it's gonna be fun or it's gonna be funny either way. Yeah, yeah for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we pretty much um, covered it, right? I feel uh, pretty confident that we uh, we all kind of have a feel of what's going to happen. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Cool. I'm, I'm just thinking because nobody else uh, does that. Shall I bring my modular or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not, man? You know, it's like easy to clock on the modular, you know, but I don't know how we're going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused now. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys. No, I, I won't be bringing any modular, but uh, it, it's still enough to... Uh, to really, uh, how do you say that? To go crazy if needed. Um, yeah, let's see. On, on the clocks. subject of clocks, yeah, a question about uh, clocks for production. Do you use mm -hmm. MIDI master clocks like the multi clock also for production? Yeah, I mean the the clock I was talking about is always part of the of the system here. It takes it takes audio from the door from Ableton, and it generates MIDI clock or sync or analog clock or whatever. 
um, and uh, yeah, that basically drives anything that needs a clock for in the rest of the studio. Um, and it's four channels, so you can stop and start uh, each individual channel. You can uh, tune every channel. You can multiply or divide every channel. Um, it's just a really flexible tool for to connect a bunch of hardware. Um, you got something yeah. like that, right, Mike? Like the you've got the EMR, or do you have the Acme, the Acme clock? No, I actually I have only my clock from Ableton. Mm. Okay. Okay. And the thing is, like, I'm I'm using more and more the Circlon sequencer now. Ah, yeah. So I I sent MIDI from the Circlon to Ableton, and then from Ableton to all the synths. Right. And I mean, I have a little bit of latency, but it's all in a in a in a small in enough. A, yeah, for me it works. You know, yeah. I also don't have like five or six synths and two drum machines and everything running at the same time normally. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so, the, uh, like I guess what you were saying, what you what is you know the Circlon is is um, capable of um, you know halving the 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 speed of uh, of things and yeah. change yeah. change change the uh, resolution of, of your sequences on the fly and everything, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's it's kind of like having a, a clock inside yeah. the sequencer, yeah. yeah. Somebody asked about the clock of Ableton if they, if they don't have it steady, hmm. but, but you have like two options actually, which is song mode, and I think you got patron mode or something. And as soon as I switch it to the patron mode, my machines don't drift, and you always have to. Uh, notch a bit with the latency um, button bar. You mean that's the track how I delay. get my stuff straight? Yeah, track delay. That's how I get yeah. my stuff yeah. straight in here because I don't got multi, multi clock, but it okay. runs pretty fine. Well, there's yeah. one thing that I noticed with Ableton is that um, if I run it on Windows machines, I cannot get the clock anywhere near stable. Mm. <laughs> like oh, really? if, if people think it's Ableton, it's not Ableton. It's the fact yeah. that the clock comes from a computer and not yeah. from a dedicated mm. machine. It's not yeah. Ableton. You know, no, exactly. So that's kind of what what made me yeah. switch back to to using Apple now. When every all of a sudden all my clock problems are gone. Mm. <laughs> really, it's um, because that's what I really noticed that and the, the, while I was still using everything from Windows, like for the past years, I've always done everything uh, uh, Windows based. But uh, yeah, just not being able to sync my expert sleepers to onto modular stuff made me switch mm. back, um, and then all those problems were gone. So it's okay. Uh, uh, so that could very well be it. Like if you're having an unstable clock and you're using Windows, then you're out of luck, man. <laughs> just swap over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. or use a hardware clock. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of these are always more stable than. Uh, yeah, I, I would say you know it's it it's I know it's it's. Um, uh, always uh, a bit strange to buy something for your studio or to, or to spend a, a pretty significant amount of money on something that doesn't make any sound, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, I would say clocks and sound cards are are definitely things you have to get sorted out if yeah, you if absolutely. you want a stable in a recording yeah, environment, sure. you know. So if you have a stable clock and a stable, a really high quality sound card, your your all the stuff you you yep. get into your system is going to sound so much better. 
It's like a piece of infrastructure in yeah, studio yeah. that is essential and makes it everything a lot better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the foundation of your house, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without, yeah. Well, yeah, in a way, like, yeah. Without that, you're you're just not gonna yeah. doomed. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's just continue doing the questions, Alex. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's um, asking you what is the snare that you use yeah, in your set. Yeah, the sets. snare. My, um, wow, which one? <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> thinking like uh, my snare is is probably a bit uh, is a bit of a layer uh, of multiple things. Like I have, wow, you stack um, you stack sounds to become a snare. Wow, in a multiple. Yeah, it's like wow. I have um, <laughs> I have a clap, and then I have the um, uh, the mutant machine, and then I have the uh, the fracture. Um, okay. Uh, and I stack those together, and then they are mixed uh, together and sent into my uh, into a compressor. And from there on, they are like sidechained to death by um, by kick drum. Nice. So that's and like that's like like a five thousand euro investment if you want to snare like call <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like uh, one one shelf like in the yeah <laughs> yeah well, well, one one shelf and that's, as a whole. that's a snare yeah. <laughs> No, but that's that, that's kind of that snare sound, and then you can um, kind of lengthen the tail on the clap, or on the on the machine, or on the fracture, and then bring in little different elements. But I'm I'm still kind of tweaking it because it it always feels a little uh, it it feels very one trick pony ish right now that that particular sound. So I'm still looking for a way. So I'm actually glad you like it because it's the only sound I got right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true for more more sounds in in your um, your uh, setup? That, uh, like like you mean that you I layer them like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's um, like for example, uh, my all my synth voices are always two oscillators and probably two filters in series and uh, white noise entering the filter path somewhere. Um, uh, plus an LFO to also um, uh, manipulate the, um, uh, the the filter frequency itself. Um, and then from there on, um, well, what is it? All my signals are always molted out, so I always use a dry signal, uh, which goes directly to stuff, and then I take the other signal out, which I then use uh, for a secondary layer of, uh, of processing, which can be anywhere from delays to reverbs to phasing or whatever and is um, this is this is true for both your uh, live um, setup as yeah. uh, in your studio or yeah it's basically um, uh, this is my core setup for live and in the studio basically what I do is I do more of that it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's and is it's, it is, it's is the reason that, because you you just like the the sound of a, um, like a more sort of assembled type of instrument or is it about the control you have when, when you're tweaking it it's a, a big part of it is control. Like mm. I only have two hands, and I'm controlling uh, sometimes up to sixteen different voices with things. So I'm always trying to bring everything down back to those two hands. So it's I, I patch mm. everything kind of like a pyramid uh, of sorts, where I try to control everything right here in front of me, and from there on it just keeps on branching out into bigger uh, things of control and regions like that. Um, and then sound wise. Um, a big part of that really comes from um, I'm just always looking for ways to make um, those oscillators sound less like just your average subtractive yeah. syn synthesis in a way but 
in the end, that's what it is. It's just like one massive subtractive uh, mm. synthesizer. And um, uh, we are trying to find ways to make things more interesting. Then quickly, I end up with, well, lots of oscillators stacked on top of each other to make one sound. And mm. um, But yeah, so that's probably the biggest difference for when I'm working in the studio is that I have a lot more time to spend on one particular chain versus when I'm in live mode where I just have like two oscillators, two filters and make it scream in a way and uh, yeah, yeah. have fun with it. Well, it, it's there's, it's just a, a pretty, um, you know, a point that I sometimes think about because if you, um, if you want to keep things simple, you can either choose to, to create a chain of stuff so you have... Um, um, the flexibility to shape your sound more and make it sound mm. uh, less like the standard sort of you know raw waveforms that you that your oscillators are generating yeah. or your synth. Um, but uh, because I, I always have a you know a little bit of a yeah unless it's done really well if 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 a baseline is just a pure square wave or something like that you know yeah. it needs to be like a really good line um, yeah. you know because a, a standard square wave with a mediocre sequence is is just a boring yeah. you know and mediocre yeah <laughs> and so it's yeah. always always <laughs> yeah, a question sure. of you know making things so complicated that you have all this control and yeah. making things simple enough to to have the, the flexibility you know that's yeah, exactly. always a really fine balance no but that's um, a, it's, it's 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 really on that front where it doesn't really take a lot to get your sound from just doing just a straight thing into something a little bit more organic that slightly moves on its own where it kind of behaves like its own little ecosystem and then mm. you have uh influence over how drastic you want it to behave but in the end in the end it's really kind of modeling a certain behavior from your instruments and yeah. um um and and then you can let it play and do its own thing while you work on something else and you can rely on it because it's 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 organic in a way that it will remain interesting until you get back to it yeah. Mm -hmm. So so um Charlton and uh Kami and Fadi, you all use modulars with uh your studio production and, and live stuff. What what do you have a certain approach for um sound design? Like uh is there anything going on <coughs> that you lets you manipulate the sound or make the sound you know, sort of make it less standard in a way? Or don't do you care? Yeah, no, I normally I, I've, I I really try to basically use LFOs to make sounds move in a way with with filters and stackable things. Um, yeah, of course, some effects to make it more spacious sometimes. But normally, I would yeah yeah. I, 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 it just depends on my mood, how where I go. You know. You can do so many things with the modular that is uh, sometimes I have just drum patterns and sometimes I have uh, massive uh, bleeps or, or, or glitches coming out of the modular. So I, I never really know what's going to happen. And that's why I use the modular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never know what's going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, yeah, it's one big space out on the modular but it normally happens out of lfos and filters of course and um yeah yeah so you yeah, set it up in such a way that there is already some movement going on um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, I also have, short version. I, I also have a couple of lfos always running 
mm-hmm. and um, random generators uh, with uh, attenuators between the sources. So I can I can really <laughs> you know I can really crank it up and take it back to where I started off. Um, but the way I keep things kind of interesting is I not not only with the modulars I I I, um, I put everything on 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 my mixer on individual channels and then just play the mixer with effects and returns and feedback loops and you know feedback playing loops. the yeah and, and and you know playing the filters and on on the mixer basically so um I think what nice. you know your hands can also be a source of modulation basically so um, mm-hmm. I, I I really like to also like like Colin explained to to layer stuff and then you know to kind of play with with the layers on the mixer and 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 um, yeah just yeah. just uh, just keep it interesting that way you know that it's not only like one loop dry running but rather you know playing with the loop and yeah, playing the faders on the mixer yep. yeah. exactly that yeah very similar for me as well i really like enjoy feedback loops through my desk also with this uh i'm not i actually forgot to mention that i have that it's like a spring revert module from shirtland which I actually brought for the live show. I, actually, sorry, you can't see. Almost, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it sounds super natural, and yeah, I'm really in love with awesome. it. Like, yeah. It's like my little baby. Um, yeah, and creating loads of feedback loops with it, with the desk as well, with the modular, and like like Fadi said as well, just recording like and like layering things on top of each other. And I think my module, the elements, there's so much I can get out of it. It's just, it's just insane, you know. Like it's. Yeah, true. So I, I love, I love that module. Yeah. Nice. I have the elements here as well, and it's, uh, it's endless, basically. Yeah. You know. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like I can get so many kind of sounds out of it. Like sometimes I'm just like, what the, how the hell that happened? I don't even know. Like it's, <laughs> it's just so random sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I actually sort awesome. of forgot to mention my, my. Uh, Bustle time post uh, tape delay. It's mad. Now that I thing is insane. Out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, brought it yeah, when yeah. we did our session here. It's just, it's I'll, absolutely I'll crazy. Oh, wow. like, nice. I figured, I figured it out. Like you can basically send one volt uh, octaves to the machine to make it become even more musical. So it's totally mad. Whatever nice. you do, it goes in shape and yeah. It's, yeah, there's like a delay in there, but also like um, uh, something with a buffer that scrambles, scram, scrambles your scrambles buffer. Scrambles through the, uh, the yeah. LFO, so yeah, it's like a sequencer, basically, so you go through yeah. different delays. So it's totally mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally bad. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, the, the cool thing is, I mean, when we did our session, you had, you, I mean, the the thing we did, not the 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 thing that we did as a set, but the one that is uh, that we recorded right, yeah, as yeah. a as a, a bunch of EPs, which is coming out next week, people. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, but um, you know, you had like a, a very simple sound source, but like uh, the the stuff that happened, you know, after going through that thing. You know, it basically created the world of sound, which was um, 
And the way you, I mean, it sounds like it, it is basically destroying the sound, which it is in a way, but in, in the way you used it was such so musical and there were so many things going on that you were on a really nice balance between being unpredictable and chaotic, but at, at the same time, absolutely beautiful and epic, you know? So it's, um, um, I think it's it's a machine. It's it's in the right hands with you, to be <laughs> honest. Bad, but, yeah, 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 because it, it, it I I think with with that you know it can with machines like that it, things can go so crazy and so glitchy very quickly. Um, it is really it takes like you know for careful tuning to get yeah, nice yeah. things out of it. Yeah, to get beautiful so you things. Could out basically, of it. destruct what I what I was thinking about is that I would be sure to have a melody and I can destruct the whole melody without, with that machine. So it mm -hmm. totally turns into something else. I had like nice layers of, uh, I don't know, like nice pads or whatever. And you can basically make it go so mental, like, yeah, but still very musical. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. musical. Yeah, it's, it's a cool machine. It's a cool machine. Yeah. I'm very curious now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice machine. Okay, so um, anyway, um, I would say I think we've pretty much covered everything as it comes to our kind of say hello and uh, kind of um, see each other's faces before we uh, take the plunge on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> unless every, anybody wants to bring uh, something up that, we, that I forgot maybe. Um, and all, maybe we should give the audience like a, like a last... Um, chance to ah oh, dress code okay are we going to really discuss this <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe oh, like dress code can I animals can I maybe, it, maybe? Can I <laughs> <laughs> no dress code you said right now I'm joking. musical style i see somebody say musical style well i i think that's the probably the, the one and only th thing that we are not going to discuss you know i think we'll we'll probably discuss tempo and uh kind of make a sketch uh, of of sound that we yeah. that we start with you know like uh yeah. it, you know we'll have some signals going and we decide before we actually hit play okay this is what how we're going to start but from that moment on it's all going to be totally up in the air you know yeah, that's how it usually goes and that's how, yeah. how it usually ends up the best you know yeah yeah, I'm um, gonna wow yeah. you guys with my tango skills. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> three, four, uh, do triple, we, triple time. Can, I don't know. can we have a separate camera for that or not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, then I guess I guess we uh, we uh, we've we've covered it. So I would say I we've covered I'm well. really looking forward to this uh, experiment, uh, people. I yeah, think it's probably. gonna be epic. I don't oh, yeah. think anybody's yeah. ever done this so far, you know. I mean, the remote jams are something that other people started doing now. Also, people who are, uh, you know, watching our streams and visit our Discord server, but um, connecting <laughs> two studios with two different crews with all completely different but very skilled and seasoned musicians from different styles and different uh, backgrounds. I think it's, uh, um, yeah, I don't think it's... Has been done before, so <laughs> so it can awesome. either turn out completely. Another uh, first, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> another first. It feels like yes. going to the North Pole again. Yeah, <laughs> I already hear the Terminator song, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and are, are we going to accept requests? No. <laughs> uh, request. 
Oh, you want oh, me to man. rap? We're going to be playing Darude Sandstorm all night. That's... Darude Sandstorm, yeah. There we go. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, oh that's, that Ecuador song. Remember that one? Well, yeah, probably. Uh, the World Cup, the World Cup, uh, the World Cup track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's let's just do a quick uh, thing that we always do at the end of the stream. Give everybody um, uh, opportunity to plug whatever they are doing at the moment, stuff they've got coming out, any mixes they're doing, any streams, anything. And maybe let's start start with Charlton because I know you are on now, right? Or you've just yeah, been I on. am. I just been on, or I was on at the same time as this. I recorded some. Um, it was actually pretty like glitchy live set. Like without any beats, so more oh, experimental cool. kind of, uh, yeah, ambient kind of, or maybe not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But yeah, it's um, who is it again? I know who they are. It's like a system revival and monuments, and they uh, do something nice now. So maybe if people want to watch, they can uh, switch to that. Yeah, yeah I think you, yeah. you already posted it in the tri private chat, so maybe Sander yeah, can, uh, can put it in the in the comments so people can uh, check it out. Um, Kami, anything um, you want to make uh, people aware of what you're doing? Anything uh, you want to yes. plug? I have two remixes uh, to come. One is coming out next month. It's for a Spanish artist called DAFR, and it's coming out on Matter Wave Records. Some cool dudes in there, Mike Storm and also Pushman, like from the Spanish, like, blah. and I actually, I got a remix just to prove before uh, our session for Alexander Kowalski. So that should come out. I'm not sure when, but it will come out soon. Um, and I have like a sample pack that I made for Shirtler, a Swiss company that nice. should come out in the next month or two as well. And there's a big variety of sounds, a lot of big big kicks um since a lot of modern production is is centered around that somehow um but there's also a lot of bass lines and yeah um, do you want to do you want to spoil yeah. how you how you created those <laughs> um well basically uh Shuttler, they they lend me this mixer which is called the r2 format 48 it's an analog like mixer and it's like a modular mixer so basically, okay. <laughs> they lend me that. It's a, they have this project called Artist Community. So they basically lend the mixer to a few artists and ask them to create their own sounds and record through them, which also is this spring module. It's part of the, of the mixer, that one that I have here, actually. Oh, something I'm dying to try on that mixer, yeah. by the way. It's, uh, that's the, uh, that mixer is the one with the CV inputs, right? Uh, you're yeah. talking about the, the, Tsao, the Tsao mixer or the Tsao no, mixer? No, 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 no. It's called Arthur, Arthur. Oh, right, okay. Arthur Format 48. Check yeah. it on a Shirtler. That's the name of the company. Mm. Um, and what well, we basically, I made all my sounds and recorded through. And also, like, there's like this like warm feature, like that just sounds really amazing. And one of the strip channels is yeah, it's it's really good. Like, but my favorite part of the of the whole mixer is is this. It's this guy, which I couldn't resist, and I had to get that one for my own self, like, after I had to give the mixer back, you know? So awesome. a lot of kicks also went through this, which, like, yeah, awesome. a lot of, like, quite, like, heavy kind of sound kicks. Um, yeah, basically, that's it so, so awesome. far. And more things, but I can't talk about them now. So of course. maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Um, Fadi? Yeah, well, I mean, 
I've been locked into the studio for the last year. So um, there's some pretty interesting stuff coming that I can't talk about <laughs> at this moment. So, um, but yeah, maybe maybe next time. So Okay. Well, at least yeah. you've been uh, productive. You've got some uh, stuff that you're uh, happy yeah. with. That's nice. Cool, man. Yeah. Any streams you're doing? Any Anything that you're, um, you've got coming up or have just done well, maybe? Well, there's going to be a podcast um, at the end of next month for the Terminal 5 people. And this is going to be fun. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it for now because I'm basically at the studio um, the whole time in the moment. Cool. Um, any dub techno recommendations from Fadi? Oh, okay. Please saying please. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe that uh, that does it for you. Um, I, I mean, the last interesting release. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of modern dub techno that that is not too interesting for me actually because I mean I'm, I'm really stuck to all these these old recordings from Basic Channel and Rhythm and Sound and the whole Chain Reaction crew. But uh, one release that that really sounded quite fresh to my ears was uh, this uh, this um, record from I think it's called Morton B or something still available at Hardwax and it's quite quite um, he's, he's got a or she I don't know how, how how he or she looks like uh, uh, it's it's kind of a nice um, texture in, in, in the sound and quite fast and and uh, old school basic channelish, so that's kind of what I like. So Morton B at Hardwicks available. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the tip, uh, Mike. Anything uh, you want to share with people? Uh, actually, I'm I'm recording jams here. I, I actually what I told you earlier. Uh, mm. With Kami, we already recorded some material. I think we're going to do a release from that also later this year. I have also more guests coming in the next weeks and months. And I'm also want to release like a solo EP from with my own stuff. <clears throat> I just need to to finish my mix downs, basically. <laughs> almost. Find the time. Find the time. Yeah. That's the thing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also at the moment I'm not really rushing so much with the releases. It's a bit weird. I mean, I only have this uh, all the club tracks, and I don't know if it's really necessary at the moment to release like every two months like a record or mm. leave a little bit of space in between. And yeah, I mean, we, we're going to stay more or less all year here in Berlin. That's at least what I think. So I'm going to just stay here and record stuff. Plenty of stuff from you yeah. to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Okay, cool. Colin, any uh, any spoilers? Anything you want to share with people? Anything you've got coming up? Uh, yeah, it's um, uh, lots of things actually coming up, but I'm still tweaking some last bits here because my studio is finally done and uh, oh, I didn't I, know if we we we, we could uh, talk about it, but yes, you're, you're oh, yeah. <laughs> building a new studio. How how is it coming along? Yeah, coming along. It's 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 pretty fucking awesome, really. I'm, <laughs> I'm super happy because it's 
nice. just today I noticed that uh, I had both my doors closed and I noticed like hey no one's gonna hear anything that I'm doing so I spent like one and a half hour just studying the trumpet again out of, out of the blue because I was like fuck it I can, <laughs> I can make as much noise as I want <laughs> and um, did your uh, speakers arrive not yet the speakers oh, are still stuck okay. somewhere in Dover right now I think so okay. it's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Brexit yeah, is yeah. still gonna take its toll but uh, but I think those speakers will be here somewhere in the next month I hope uh, the amp is already in the country so uh, okay. uh, so the Bryson is already uh, ready for it but I'm um, meanwhile now I'm, I'm doing some final tweaking on uh, on one hand I'm really digging into audio chains like really wants to get um, uh, get at least one very good high-end uh, tracking chain going for uh, for both leads and uh, and mics and stuff like that one, one then, stereo or multiple multi-track um, it's um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of shifting between if I'm gonna do one mono uh, tracking uh, chain or if I'm gonna make that one stereo mm -hmm. um, it's 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 gonna really hurt my wallet if i have to do it stereo but yeah and this is another th this is a thing yeah. that you can you can spend an entire episode of uh, one of these on you know? oh, like yeah. all the possibilities yeah, no, to yeah do it that's just my my, my last week has been nothing but just going into all the different <laughs> vary moves and all that stuff but it's um but so that's one thing that i'm really digging into like really getting my audio chains up and running uh so that i can really bump up my uh, my own recording standard nice. the other thing is i am um uh, i'm uh, I'm going quite hard into um, upgrading my stream uh, side of things as well. So, oh, well, uh, you'll be streaming from that location as well. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, uh, nice. right nice. now. I'm in talks with uh, uh, with Faber, which is the um, uh, the broadcast division of Amco, uh, and they are advising me on uh, on a couple of things, camera wise, what we're going to be doing and stuff like that. And it's um, I, I got some guys who are. Uh, developing all kinds of things in Unreal Engine that can be connected to uh, to the cameras as well. So when that shifts, everything can shift in AR at the same time as well. So the whole studio is really next great. level. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the idea was really like, hey, I kind of think that uh, even when we can play outside again, I'm gonna enjoy still watching some streams because there's been so much fun happening online. Mm. I'm sure that yeah. there's gonna be plenty mm. of people who would never come to an actual club who still kind of got to experience so much music online like um 90 of my audience does not live in holland or does not even li live anywhere close so um, so they could never attend an actual gig so yeah they wouldn't be able to attend yeah. anyway like hey good yeah. for you that you're playing in alkmaar you know what the fuck <laughs> 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly uh, and so now yeah. i can really uh, uh I'm, i'm gonna really build something in a way that this studio is also at the same time gonna double as an online stage at least for the um, uh, yeah, to kind of continue the way that I did my streams last year, but at the same time also bump that up um, in what I can do creatively there, uh, and also how I'm going to record everything and how we're going to share those tracks and stuff like that. It's uh, basically Super dope. yeah, it's it's just going to be last year, but then ten times more fun. <laughs> it's, uh, Version so, two point yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's uh, they, yeah, let, let's call it that. <laughs> That sounds But, uh, super exciting, man. Yeah, it's 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 gonna take um take a little while longer before I can really get it running. But uh, as soon as it's there, um, I'll let you guys know. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So so you said it's like a, a studio, but also a stage. Um. Is does it mean it's also uh, going to be used by other people? 
uh, um, besides yourself? It's gonna be it's gonna be usable by other people as well. That's mm. for sure. Okay. And mm. um, it's uh, it's still my studio, uh, so I'm I'm just working there like uh, like seven days a week. But yeah. uh, I am very much looking into uh, expanding those uh, expanding those sessions uh, in a way, and especially given that the uh, that the camera tech side of things. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 gonna see like a substantial uh, increase in quality. So I do want to, at the very least, invite interesting people over to uh, to have one-on-ones or to really dig into the modular wall of things. At the same time, the thing that I'm really looking forward to is collaborations with uh, visual artists on this one, uh, because of how it interacts with both Unreal stuff as uh, as it also interacts with. Uh, a projection setup that's gonna be doing all kinds of things in that room as well. So it's um, um, it's basically really an augmented space <laughs> wonderland thingy. So it's um, um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Sounds amazing, man! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, looking forward cool. to that. Uh, any hmm. time? Uh, any any sort of time table? No, sort of plan uh, um, when you want to be operational. I want it to be operational in February. <laughs> okay, okay, it's one of those. <laughs> it really is one of those. But uh, I'm kind of thinking that it's um, uh, it might take uh, at least uh, at least one more month. Um, oh, okay. But at the same time, uh, I think it's going to line up nicely because um, what I haven't really shared yet is that the uh, the second uh, release from past year's recordings is uh, is at the vinyl plant right now yay uh, yeah that's gonna be fun so that's uh, <laughs> uh, that one should take a couple of more weeks and that's probably gonna line up nicely so then um, uh, so I'm thinking somewhere April May something like that I hope to have streams going again and then it's summer and we can all enjoy outside and all but just <laughs> not do with the streams <laughs> as much but it's um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun big stuff man awesome uh, Robin Anything from you you want to share? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I have a new remix out in uh, a couple of weeks, but I'm not able to say yet where that is. <laughs> I have new other music out. Uh, that's also, it's still in the pipeline, not, not, not really planned yet when exactly, but uh, the label approved it. And I'm, I'm just working on a lot of new music now. Not only... Uh, Techno club tracks, but a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, stuff. As you know, I uh, I got a new synth uh, a short while ago, and it's really triggered my uh, creativity to oh, nice. uh, to sculpt a lot of uh, new different uh, sounds. So uh, yeah, let's see where that all goes. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, um, yeah, thanks again, everyone. Um, I think I want to share that, of course, you know what we are. The reason why we're all together today, the stream we're going to do on Sunday, connecting uh, Mike's studio in Berlin with a store and do um, a remote jam with uh, two crews on each side. Um, very, very excited about that. So uh, tune in on, on Sunday for, to, to watch this. We're probably we're aiming to start streaming around 7, uh, but it all depends on how the preparations go that day. You know, it's setting everything up, making the technical things all work flawlessly and stuff but uh, it's going to be around that time uh, and we don't have an end time set so <laughs> we'll see uh, I think Sander is just dropping the event now in the, yeah. in the comments so check it out there 
uh, and um, yeah, the release. Uh, actually, I did a jam with uh, Charlton. Uh, we we did this how, lo how long ago, Charlton? Like two months ago or something? Was it two months? I think it was in the before this November, maybe or yeah, 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 yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we did this. Uh, we did this live thing here, <laughs> and uh, we streamed that, and we did. We spent a day recording, and that actually resulted in three EPs. <laughs> From awesome. one one day of of uh, improvising, we we Crazy. found about uh, we found like thirty seven, thirty eight <laughs> tracks, and we narrowed it down to to eighteen or something, and we we kind of touched them up and. Um, yeah, so it's actually listen. You can listen to it as an album. You know, it's it's a really. Cool. I I think um, you know there's a very common theme throughout the whole thing because it's all from one session, and mm -hmm. but at the same time it's all very much all over the place musically. So it's a it's a pretty crazy one, uh, and I'm I'm really happy with it. This is this is probably hitting. Um, this will probably hit a f uh, Bandcamp on uh, Friday on Bandcamp Friday um, this Friday. Uh, three EPs, so have a look out for that. And um, yeah, I want to encourage people to have a look at our Discord server. Um, it's the Knob Twiddlers Hangout Discord server, where you know we have uh, Knob Twiddling d discussions and gear talk uh, 24/7, basically. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, awesome. looking forward to Sunday, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah should be good. Um, so thanks for people who watch this on Twitch and hopefully see you back here on Sunday. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much everything. So thanks, friends, Sweet. for hanging out. See you later. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.